And you said, we're all grandma now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff Heilman Project and Happy New Year. We've made it now to 2024 and there's so much more in store for you. How are you feeling about this upcoming year, Jeff? Do you have any words, any encouragement for those that are listening and watching and looking forward to the future? I could ask you the same thing. I think, I think yes, I think 2024 sounds wonderful. There's a lot of new and exciting progress items coming from a work perspective and from business and certainly and the podcast is doing well we're presidential enjoying campaign presidential campaign year this year leap year correct because right. leap year comes That's every right. presidential a campaign. great grandmother rest her soul was born on february 29th 1908 so she i don't know how old she would be in in dog years or in leap years <laughs> but uh uh, it would be a once in four chance that you know, one year in four that she gets to celebrate. I'm pretty sure my grandpa, my uh, grandpa Hal, was also born. Is that right? On February? Either It was 29th. either the 28th or 29th. I'm sure my mom is leaving a comment below right now just to yes. make sure that I am that I remember. But That's right. I do know that it was a very, it's a special day. So happy leap year, happy actual leap year birthday, whoever has birthdays in this next leap year. Well, we were talking about before we came on to give you this New Year's Day word of encouragement, uh, what are to set our intentions where our hope is to encourage you to set your intentions for 2024. Uh, some people make New Year's resolutions. Some people just choose to take each day as it comes. Some set their intentions. Our encouragement to you is to set your intentions at our church, which we congregate at each year. They have a five things that they're believing for service. Uh, I was hearing one of the pastors mentioning that they select out of those five things, um, one relationship goal, one material goal, one financial goal. So they kind of even break it down further into those five things and then set aside a certain intention, like getting closer to my mom or having a better relationship or meeting new friends. And so I've seen in the past, because our children also participate in the five things that they're believing for each year. Last year, Madeline, one of Madeline's definitely came true, which was to travel. She wanted, she really wanted 2023. Yeah. She put it Boy, on the five she things she's believing travel. for oh my to goodness. travel. Where did she go in 2023? Oh I know we started the year in January with our trip to the DIA Art yeah. Institute of Detroit for the Van Gogh exhibit, which was magnificent in its presentation. Difficult, difficult time for us, for our family during that week, but that was that was fun travel for Madeline. And then she came back, and you guys did a Disneyland trip, I think, in March yeah, or April. We did Disneyland. That Mother's was a drive. Day. You drove down to Hollywood. To Hollywood, and then uh, she didn't travel. Oh, you guys went to Hollywood that time. Yeah, we, we went had to also Hollywood. done. We also went to Hollywood uh, later in the year. And then um, I think, did she go down with the boys for Disneyland or did she go? I don't think so. I thought there was another trip that she had done. Well, she had also gone, we went to Las Vegas to see the it. concert. That was it for Maroon 5. And she went to New York twice. Yeah, I took her to New York in September before I started my new role. And, and the big and trip, France. Then there's Paris. There'll always be <laughs> Paris. Paris. We'll always have Paris. And then she just got back from New York again this yeah. week to finish up her year of... 
debutante presentation to the world and the world's presentation to her. I definitely use her as an example of someone who at the beginning of 2023 set her intentions that 2023 was going to be a year to do some traveling. And so what are you expecting for 2024? What would you like to see as we ask the audience, what would you like to see your We'd intentions We'd love to hear in the comments set. what you're saying, if you're comfortable sharing with people. Yeah. And so that we can come. There's a power of agreement. I mean, there's no no way that Madeline could have traveled had she not had a support team and people yeah. helping her and arranging with her. Like we got to be, we got to come in agreement with her on what she was setting her intentions on. So right. if there's anything that we can agree with you on and help believe you, help in believing with you. For 2024, please don't hesitate to leave a mention and we'll we'll come in agreement with you. Do you have anything in particular, honey, for 2024 that you would like to set your intentions on doing? The number one thing for me is is faith in in a better future, faith in the reiteration of our principles and understanding what makes us successful as a family, the reiteration of the word and studying and building, I'm going to get back to a faith period, which I had done for a long time. It's, I'm seeing how important it is to get the chemical reactions right in your body with lifting, with rest, with faith, with hydration, with that. It seems to be that your body is like the tuning fork for the symphony of your life. And if that tuning fork is off, then your symphony is going to be off. It's going to be off beat. It's going to be off tone. And, um, so I, I still think that faith is top followed very closely by health and I don't necessarily have weight loss goals. I've got a number of mine that I'd like to hit, but, um, I'm playing offense on health and I want to be, you know, we had some health scares this year. You, you and I both have had some things that are just a little wonky in, in health. That's not, you know, 100% perfection as far as health and with the standards that we hold ourselves to, we're, we're going pretty hard most of the time. And so I think I'm going to double down on self-care. That's a long, a long answer for the question. But I would say those two really matter most. And then just because of that faith, I, I believe that we will have by far the best year that we've had ever. No second guessing that 2024 will be, will be great. So. And I was thinking about how so, min- so much of what 2023, if I could sum it up into one word, it would have been firsts because I had done so many things for the first time in 2023, things that I had no idea that I would be able to do, but was able to do. And so I believe coming out of a year that is, well, in you my got really opinion, healthy. you got really healthy this year. You did a great job. Thank you. Controlling. In my opinion, that aspect firsts are foundational. Like you don't, you, you have to, in order to build a house, start with a cornerstone. You have to start with one, the first layer of brick, if we were going to build a brick building. And so I feel like 2023 was that first layer of brick being built for the foundation for what's to come. And so I'm really looking forward to 2024 as being that that next layer of building upon what was created in 2023 as a foundation of firsts. And then, you know, as, as I set my intentions to doing more of what 
has already begun and continuing on with health and continuing on with education, continuing with the podcast, continuing going in the direction that I see this being, this building being created, being erected, then I just, I see that 2024 is going to be, it's going to go pretty fast. I, I've, I have noticed in building, I'm Jessica Builds. I've noticed in building that once you get that first foundation laid, then if you see anybody, if you watch videos of bricklayers, once they get that, that everything's true, everything's level, everything's squared off, then they can literally just, you know, pop, 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 pop. And before you know it, you've got a wall or before you know it, you've got a house. Once the framing is done, then, you know, a week later, it's like, wow, the house yeah. just came right up. If you look up. at the major skyscrapers in New York City, those have basements that are sometimes 80 or 100 feet deep, and they're lined with cement walls that are 10 or 12 feet wide, all of which have rebar in them holding them together in order to handle the weight of the building. And getting that just right, getting the angles on it, the mixtures, the rebar angles, all of that stuff sometimes takes years and then as soon as that foundation is done, you'll see two floors a week go up on yeah. top of that foundation. So I do. I feel like 2023 was a foundational year. 2024 is the year to build. And yeah. I feel like our foundation is solid and we can actually build on top of it now. And I would like to encourage anybody that's listening, maybe even challenge you to consider when if if your year has been or is being is is being particularly challenging and you're having to do things for the first time. Maybe don't look at it as being a stressful situation or filled with anxiety because you've never done something before, but instead look at that as a year of first. Look at that as a year of once you've done it once, you can do it again, or once you've done it once, you won't ever have to That's do right. it again. That's right. I'm never going to have to bury my grandmother and my grandfather again. And that was, you know, I, my That's grandmother was the first, the first, my grandmother was in December of 2023. My grandfather was in well, January of 2023, grandma, and then December was uh, grandpa. And we'll never have to, I'll never have to do that again. That was a first for me because it yeah. was really the first time that our family has had to bury somebody that was as close, that I was as close with. And so it was bookmarked, the year was bookmarked by two major events. However, those two major events are foundational and they showed and they proved to me something that I never thought that I would be able to do. And yet now I'm going to be able to build on that and be able to go into future situations, having that be something that was, uh, you know, life altering, but yet foundational. And now we can build upon the solid foundation of what they built and have now passed on to us. Right. You said something um, that I'd like to share. And you mentioned something when your grandmother passed away and it was so poignant um, we are gen three, right? Grandma's gen one, grandma and grandpa were gen one. And then you have in your lineage in that, in that line, you've got your dad and then his two brothers and his, and his sister, your aunt. And you said, we're all grandma now. We're all, we're all, I mean, you, you said it, you just said, we're all grandma Carol now. Now we're all, we're all, I think you said, we're all grandma Carol now, or we're all grandma now. It was just like that. And it was as if her spirit had, had transitioned to all of us, right, from once and for all, and that also the mantle of leadership, the mantle of influence, the sense of responsibility to take care of others the way that she did, the sense of obligation to each other to set the right example, all of those things 
And um, I don't know if anybody caught it, but I remember you saying that. And of course, you're Gen three, right? So that could be the mantle passes, you know, directly to to your dad and and the next generation. And then, you know, we would be in waiting for that mantle of responsibility. But but the way you said it, it was like I'm grandma now, and so are all of you. And this yeah. is how it's going to go. And it was like, Phew. well, um, a few years ago, I don't you. I don't know if you remember. It was when we were living in Texas and we were attending Eagle Mountain with yeah, um, Kenneth, Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. And I remember a couple inviting a couple over to have dinner and they had gone through the law, infant loss. They had gone through infant loss and he was very, to remember the father, was. I don't remember who they were. I just remember that they came to the house and yeah. we, we had them for dinner and and they had recently gone through infant loss and he was really trying to process, you know, being a believer, being, you know, believing in God and, and, you know, you're praying all the right prayers and, and yet they still underwent this sorrow. And I had remember hearing a sermon a few weeks prior about thieves when thieves come to steal something from you. And when the thief comes and destroy attempts to destroy and take something away from you, I remember Brother Copeland saying that the enemy can never steal what you willingly sow. And so if he was challenging us to think about, instead of thinking of being robbed as as victims, that we notice something is missing, and instead we dedicate that missing thing, we say, I'm going to sow this missing thing into the kingdom, I'm going to sow it, and as I'm making the decision to sow it and see it as a tribute to the Lord, that that will have a harvest. It will have a 30, 60, 100-fold harvest. And so I remember telling this couple that had gone through infant loss, and I had remembered trying to minister to them that if you could see, instead of yourselves being robbed, because I know this is very painful, and the mourning process is, go- is there's going to be real feelings, don't yeah. ignore those. But if you can sow your son, because it was a boy, if you can sow your son into the kingdom and see your son as being seed, being returned unto the Lord, then that will produce a 30, 60, 100 fold return in your life. Maybe it's by testifying about the conditions of the hospital or testifying about, you know, what the illness was or testifying when, as you continue to talk about and let the memory of this child carry on for your life and with your daily conversations and with others, then that person lives forever. That person then becomes, you know, transcendental, if you will, and it and ends up becoming a seed sown into fertile soil and ends up not being, you don't end up internalizing it as being robbed and being shortchanged. Yeah. And so I have, since that moment, continuously attempted to think of death, loss, grief, as grandma has become a seed. Right. She has been returned to the soil. She is now, as, as we remember her, as we take on her characteristics, as we all become grandma, because she was an amazing human being, then we are allowed, she, she goes beyond just being one person making an impact to now hundreds of people making an impact. And when we behave like that person, because they're a good person and we do things like she would have, you know, 
taken her own shoes off of her feet and given them to somebody else. If I take my shoes off and my feet, I am honoring her, honoring her memory. And thus we are all Grandma Carol now, and we are all Grandpa Gil now. And we get to see as they're going through the house, he, he was a poet, he was a musician, he was an artist, he was a builder. Like I, I know I wouldn't be who I am today without his influence into my life. And so now that I talk about him and share him and we talk about him on the podcast or talk about him in a service, then he's going beyond just what one person impact and now national impact. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you look at what a young person needs. They really need safety to be protected. They need to know they're part of a tribe and that in a world of people that are bigger than you are, you've got people that are bigger than you are that are on your side. I know Grandma Carol was. And I think now that I, you know, now that I talked about that, now that I think about that, I think that is the word. That is my word for 2024 is impact. 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 Yeah. Whatever we do, may it make an impact. Yeah, make an impact. And for you, whatever you do, do. may it make an impact in 2024. And hopefully, as you continue to listen to podcasts like this one, Drop us some of your favorite podcasts. We're always open to listening to more podcasts and um, we'll just see. And we do other people's podcasts too. I mean, we did one with Matt. We did one with uh, Andrew uh, Mason. So with Small Pond Productions out in Delaware um, (laughs) and Matt Bell in uh, um, Charleston, South Carolina. So, Well, we don't have anything to cheers you with. But if we could, chin, chin. maybe maybe Andrew puts a little uh, icon of yeah, a, a, little, a, little, <laughs> a little video <laughs> in the real, editing, a little uh, champagne glass. But chin chin, here's to a fantastic 2024. Thank you for being a part of the Jeff Heilman Project. We are being inter- we are entering into season two, believe it or not. And Andrew, thank you for all of your work over the last 40 plus episodes. Great and job, Andrew. Have Super an proud awesome of you. rest of your day, a great, fantastic year, and let us know what you're thinking because we'd love to hear it. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Good night.